I would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land in which this podcast is being recorded, the Gunai Nation. I pay my respects to their elders, past, present and emerging, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders, especially those listening here today. Welcome to Catch Me Outside My Comfort Zone, a lifestyle podcast that focuses on the outside of our zones as well as the inside of our homes. I'm your host, Alyssa Sutherland, interior designer and entrepreneur. Come with me as I take you on a journey to build the life of your dreams. Hey guys, welcome back to Catch Me Outside My Comfort Zone. Happy Monday. It's a new week in the life. It's a new month. We are already into February. Holy freaking hell. How are we here already? Like we have literally been through the entire month of January and we are already into month number two out of 12. What the fuck? I feel like a lot of people are going to have felt that. Like a lot of people are going to be like, wow, January was a big, busy, full-on month, but for a lot of people, you might just be back into it. If you're a school teacher specifically, <laughs> you are just entering back into the chaos, the chaos, the chaos of the year, and your 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 year is definitely chaotic. Everyone's is, but well, not not for me anyway. As in not no not a school teacher life for me. You are the lucky ones that got the six week holiday though, so lap that right up. You've had it now back to business. And I'm just like feeling so what's the word? I don't want to say accomplished, but that's how I feel. And that sounds very egotistic for a month into the year but I'm feeling accomplished already I'm really proud of how I've started the year and I don't want you to think fuck I'm really only just getting myself back on track I'm only just getting into routine I do not want you to compare yourself to me this is seriously this is just me sharing my my own win with you guys because that's what we're here for Um, but to be honest I am really proud of the way I started the year and I'm only comparing myself to last year's f- first month back into January and early February were extremely different for me. It was extremely different versions of myself. And it's an honourable thing to be able to look back 12 months ago and think what kind of place I was in to where I am now. And to think of how much better I feel, how much I'm know I've grown, how much I have adapted and changed myself and my mindset, my life to make me my best self. And that's what today's episode is all about is the small little switches that we can make into our daily habits and rituals and routine that honestly do have a big impact and how it can help you switch your mindset, clear the mind clear the grogginess, the fogginess. You know, I know how it feels when we've just like come back from holidays and you're still in that sluggish, slow holiday mode, which is a beautiful feeling. But at the same time, you want to be ramping up because like you've got shit to do. You've got big things happening and you've got to be your best self to have these big things come in, to have the opportunities and to feel your best when you are executing them. Because There's no point having something come in for you and you just aren't feeling yourself enough to like actually do the thing because it won't be executed to the way you wish it to be. So basically I want to just recap 12 months ago where I was mentally and how I made a huge change to be my better self, how I looked after myself, my mind specifically, to then enter this year 12 months on and how refreshed I feel and how much more at peace I feel in my mind and the word for me this year like I don't know if you guys are familiar with people coming up with a word that describes their year 
you know, lots of people might say, this is the year of freedom for me. This is the year of abundance. This is the year of pleasure. Like there's so many, it is honestly what comes to you intuitively. And I remember thinking last year, I pretty much manifested this, but last year for me was very much like no worries. And I thought that was going to make me feel like I had no worries in the world, but it actually resulted in the complete opposite because it made me actually be like a fucking people pleaser and really just freaking not treat myself the way I deserve because I was just like putting up with shit or like making it out that things weren't that big of a deal and really it was like eating me alive inside lots of things really drained me and I didn't there was a a huge chunk probably the first six months of the year where I was just really on the outside living a life that wasn't what was replicated on the inside and it was because I put on this front of like no worries everything's fine blah 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 blah. and now looking back that is so toxic and I didn't mean for it to be toxic I meant for it in a way to be more like if things happen if bumps come up challenges happen I'm just going to take it on the chin no worries I can move through it I can get through things that's sort of the mindset I had. I wasn't going to like get caught up on things. I wasn't going to let things upset me because a lot of things can get to me that aren't worth, you know, my time. Like there's no point crying over spilt milk, you know? And I think, yeah, like I said, it, it changed me in a way that made me too tough. It made me put up with too much shit. It made me not process my emotions. And it resulted in a fuck ton of burnout, a fuck ton of negative energy around me people not treating me like I deserve because I was copying things that I shouldn't have and in the end I just was like this is fucking shit this is not the mantra we we were were wanting so I pretty much had to take huge steps away from things last year set heaps of boundaries be really conscious of the people I was working with be conscious of the people I was hanging out with be conscious of the environments I was putting myself in, where I was spending my money, what I was doing for my own health. Again, another thing that didn't come as a priority. And yeah, ultimately I had a really big year. I had a huge, huge achievements and I'm so grateful for everything that came in the year 2023. I'm not complaining, but wow, was it a healing journey for me, to be honest. And that's okay. We're always going to continue to heal and evolve. And I'm glad I had that year because I needed it. I needed to work through things I didn't realize I hadn't worked on or worked through. And that's okay. That's a part of being a human and having a human experience. We're always going to have things pop up and trigger us. And that's normal. That's life. And it's about your way of dealing with things, responding rather than reacting and processing and moving forward with your life rather than getting caught up and held back by things that shouldn't take up more than six months of your energy let's be real hence why I designed a journal that only goes for six months because I feel like that is the way life should move in six month increments because you shouldn't be held up on something for longer than six months if it hasn't worked if it hasn't changed if you haven't grown if you haven't made it happen something's going to give you know like it's getting stagnant things have to shift switch gears you know so that's always my mantra six month increments and I always think something really big for me happens in every six month period of my life so think about that next time you want to set yourself a goal or a habit give yourself six months and yeah if you're trying things and you don't feel like something nothing's really changing you're feeling the same plateau then you need to take a step back and evaluate and change directions, whatever that may be with with whatever. I really hope you can't hear too much background noise. There's someone revving their boat motor right, right now. Perks of being in a coastal town in the middle of summer. It's so funny. I feel like in the last couple of years, I've noticed how many people's lives um, are quite similar to mine, I'm going to be frank, with a lot of freedom a lot of days off when you need a day off, a lot of people working from home or working from anywhere, 
and not many people actually like go to a nine to five job anymore it's funny that I guess there's lots of people that do shift work there's lots of people do I just feel like more people's jobs evolve more people's jobs these days involve actually going out and being about rather than being like tied to a desk and I know that a big chunk of people's jobs do require them to work the nine to five to be in an office to not see sunlight and to be yeah inside for hours and hours on end but I do just feel like there's a lot more freedom out there with people having flexibility and they're living on their own schedule and I mean I'm speaking for a large demographic I know but that's just something I've noticed and it's obviously because for me I can go to a cafe and I'm working from a cafe and I'm thinking why is there so many people here like why isn't everyone at work or when I just (laughs) take myself to the beach in the middle of the week (laughs) because I'm very lucky to be able to do that so I'm often thinking why are we like this and more and more people are you know taking their kids out of school or homeschooling them and taking their family on trips around Australia and going out in the boat whenever they want to and revving their engine in the middle of the street because they just think this is a holiday town and everyone here is on holidays and there wouldn't be someone in this street recording a podcast. No way, I would never think that. <laughs> I know, I'm just being main character right now, but anyway, <laughs> moving on. I've recapped on how 2023 felt for me and like specifically for me, my mental health was something that took a huge chunk of my energy and I would say I'm someone who deals with things pretty well. Um, I've got a lot of, not resistance, what's the word, resilience and I've definitely learned to process things and I have a lot of tools in my toolbox to help me when I'm not feeling my best mentally and yeah I get anxiety and whatever else but I've definitely worked on it for a long time so it's I'm not saying I'm a super stress head anymore I'm pretty good but there was probably just some things last year that emotionally took tolls on me that I didn't let myself feel until it really bottled up like I physically couldn't cry for months because I was just like I haven't got time to cry you know and like I always tell you guys I've got bigger fish to fry so a lot of the time I was not letting myself feel upset or emotional or angry a lot of the times anger over something because I didn't have time to feel that way I just needed to keep going need to keep getting through whatever it was going on with work or a friend or a client or a family member like sometimes it's just like you've got to keep pushing and yeah it would literally bottle me up so much that I couldn't cry until I would cry over you know spilt milk (laughs) because that's the that was the tipping point and it's not a nice feeling and a lot of people are like that and it's really healthy to cry and it's very normal to cry and we need to normalize crying and I was literally I think this actually even stemmed back to a conversation I was having with somebody about how like I used to cry at my full-time job a lot a lot and this person was like what that's so unprofessional and I'm like I actually could not help my emotions like I would cry to my boss and it probably took a, a like a you know a while until that actually happened for the first time but it was like that was the only way I could physically prove to them how something had affected me at work or something like they just couldn't understand how burnt out I was or whatever because I got a lot of things put on me at my job and I definitely you know should have been stronger in my boundaries but at the same time like it challenged me and it I got shit done I was a hustler but it was toxic hustle (laughs) and yeah I just look back and think I don't regret being emotional at work being a female who was emotional at work I had a very supportive team around me 
had a lot of people, you know, like I'm uh, the way I am in my personality. A lot of people can feed me my own advice back to me when they know that I'm not okay. So, you know, that's nice for people to be like, you know, this isn't like you. Like you need to be, you need to talk about what's going on because you're not normally like this. Like we know that you're triggered right now. Like let's talk about it, and we can we can feel that you're different. Like I think it was really obvious as well. And yeah, I was really lucky to have a team that would listen and support me when I needed to talk about things that were getting to me. And even like yeah, my colleague used to be like Alyssa nothing is important right now you just need to be okay because like especially if he could say I was about to cry (laughs) he's like get up go for a walk out the back walk around the block and then come back and take some deep breaths you know nothing is important like nothing is urgent right now just go and take some deep breaths (sighs) and that was like something sometimes all I needed so firstly if you're someone who does get very like triggered at work and almost like on the verge of tears, if you can, get up, go outside. And if someone yells at you for going outside, like saying, if you just say, I just need to go outside, I need to get some fresh air because I just feel a bit overwhelmed. If you're going to get in trouble for that, quit your job immediately because everyone is entitled to take five minutes outside to take a deep breath and gather themselves if you are actually getting super overwhelmed at work and it doesn't have to be on your lunch break it can be in the middle of the day it can be five minutes into getting to work trust me so go I used to go and do that a lot and it used to just be a nice little reset especially if I was on the verge of tears and then often it would either make me cry and I'd let it all out and then come back and feel better or sometimes I'd go to the bathroom and cry (laughs) or it would make me come back down to earth and be like okay you're okay don't let this get to you you know, you're just heightened right now, come back, it's all right. So yeah, I think I used to be a lot more in touch with my emotions because I had a very high stress job and not pe- not many people would think it was a high stress job. Like I worked in a in the construction industry. It wasn't like I was working in, you know, a medical industry or a medical field. So I can in construction, but it's a fucking stressful industry. Let me tell you, you're dealing with very expensive things and (laughs) um during COVID it was a very stressful time to be building a house or to build building anything or for people who are rebuilding from a bushfire devastation so yeah look it was not the funnest time to be in the construction industry and it's still not the funnest time to be in the construction industry or any for that matter (laughs) but here we are we've got to keep going so anyway I felt like at my old job, like I said, I could be more in touch with my emotions. And then since becoming a business owner and being the one that has to make the decisions, has to deal with the conflict, the confrontation, you have to deal with it all. Not that you ask for that. That's just going to be inevitable. You're going to have people that mistreat you. You're going to have situations where you make mistakes and you have to be the one to be accountable for that. It's a lot to take on and especially when you're used to being able to handball it to somebody else to like help you with when you've got to do it all yourself it's very very hard and for anyone who's a solo business owner I know exactly how you feel or even if you do have a team around you like managing people again and managing people's emotions is a huge one too but yeah just having to deal with everything yourself and then have a life on top of that. Yeah, chaos. But I wouldn't have it any any other way. So obviously I've had to just like take a lot of things on the chin since running my business and just have to really evolve. Like every time one thing happens that I'm just like, fuck, that's a lesson and take it with me for the next time something like that could potentially happen or how can I implement a process in my business so that that doesn't happen again. And you just constantly pivot and pivot and pivot and adapt, adapt, adapt. So along the way, you haven't got time to cry. You've got to just keep moving <laughs> and switching things so that you don't have to do with, deal with that again. And you don't want to be held back by something that's 
got that's triggered you in business as well because like if one client fucks you over and you make one big mistake or whatever it is you lose a lot of money whatever happens in your business you can't let that be the thing that stops you you have to keep going and I just know for a fact that that's what's been a big part of me losing touch with my emotions because I've just had to forget about the emotional side of things because there's bigger fish to fry. So this year is a year I'm going to definitely be more in tune with myself and my emotions and I want it to be a much more peaceful and happy place up in my head and I do feel like it is because I'm so much better at talking to people about how I'm feeling which was another thing I didn't do last year. I think a lot of the time I just felt like no one can feel it, no one can relate, no one in my life can relate to this. But I think that's been really good for me to go and make bigger, broader connections, especially by going to a lot of networking events and things last year and finding the right people that do understand and that you can talk to those people about it. They give good advice because, yeah, like to be honest, my parents haven't ever run a business, so it can be really like I love them and I love how much they support me but sometimes I'm just like you've never been in this position before and it's very different to being an employee in a business let me tell you so that's just one thing I find as well like sometimes the people your real real closest network just won't ever get it and unless you have done it you don't get it and you can't I don't like to put that on people either like I don't want to tell someone because I know that a lot of people think, well, you're so lucky. You've got, you know, you're living your best life. You get to make your own schedule. You've got the freedom. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, of course, it's got a lot of benefits, but it's got a lot of fucking tough moments too. Anyway, I felt so much better this year. I felt like I eased my way back into work. I feel like the way I communicate with clients and do proposals, do quotes, be very clear with everything. I'm attracting so much better with my clients. I'm attracting people that value my my value and understand what goes into my work. And, you know, having more every year, it's more and more experience, more projects and a hundred new things I've done. So I felt like the evolution of me in the last couple of years has been insane and I'm just loving the impact that I'm making on people but it's come from having a lot of change in my own mind and the impact I make on myself to be my best self that was a really 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 long intro (laughs) to the episode but I felt like it's been a while since I've gotten like deep down and personal with you guys and I feel like I can at the moment because I feel really really good I feel really really happy Like I said, I feel really peaceful in my mind because as soon as anything comes up, I deal with it then and there. I process it. I feel it. I cry about it. I talk to someone about it and then we carry on. We adapt. We respond. We do not react anymore. We respond. And how can we do this a better way? So the way I've grown in my own mind has come a lot with the things I do every day to create a safe space for myself to make an impact on myself because at the end of the day you actually are almost like two people in one and we don't realize that our mind and our experience has a vessel of very different things so you have the ability and the mobility to do a lot of physical things that your mind will be so grateful for. And obviously (laughs) physical exercise is a huge thing to start with, but it comes down to the smallest little things in your day and the way you start your day specifically that can help your brain just function so differently. And I don't want to talk on here about unrealistic shit because I know for a fact I'm never going to be perfect. I'm never going to be that person that doesn't take their phone into the bedroom. And if you actually do that, if you're someone who has such a strong discipline and you do not take your phone into the bedroom, like freaking claps for you. That's impressive. 
but for me never gonna happen like I don't I don't know I just would not feel safe in without my phone in my room to be honest I don't know if it's just because I live by myself or whatever but it's gotta be there okay she's there <laughs> we're just gonna be better at not being on it first thing in the morning and last thing at night that's what we're gonna work on and we're gonna work on that collectively We've already talked about a lot of doom scrolling and TikToking and all this shit this year in, in the podcast and I'm not going to bore you with that anymore because that is completely self-choice. If you want to be someone who scrolls Instagram, scrolls through TikTok and you find that those outlets help you and you find them funny, you find them engaging, entertaining, educational, keep them, do whatever you want. For me, that's something I'm really working on not doing as much working on keywords but the things I can do and have done for a few like for a while now that really do help me mentally and the reason I'm talking about this stuff is because I caught up with some friends on the weekend and we were having conversations about like you know what's our goals for the week and all this stuff and we were talking about our morning routine and what we do when we're going to bed and it made me realize like how different everyone actually is And how you can, like, I don't want to out my friends here, but like how you can see that if someone just made one little change in their day, how I know that's going to help them. And they could obviously say the same same thing back to me. And that's the the beautiful thing about talking about these things with people. Rather than like gossiping, if you can sit there and actually talk about healthy things and rituals and routines, then like we can have a really engaging conversation. So Firstly, like as soon as I wake up in the morning and I get up, the first thing I do is like open all my blinds in my house and open all the windows and I light incense. Now, I know a lot of people are going to be like, ill, disgusting, but let me tell you, do not buy like normal incense from like a healthy hippie shop. You need to get onto This Is Gentle Habits this is incense. Theirs are insane. They smell beautiful. They do not stink your house out. They definitely smell strong, but when they're burning, but then like it doesn't leave your house with that smell. And like, I wish it did because they actually smell beautiful. So my favorite flavor from this is incense would have to be the Noosa flavor. And most of their like flavors are named after an Australian town. So there's like Bondi, Byron, Yamba, Margaret River, like oh, so many. But then they have beautiful ones for like, you know, different times of the day. So I also love the one called Dreamland, which is got like lavender and Lang Lang. And it's just a beautiful one that I light before I go to bed. So that's one thing that I do twice a day that just calms me so much. So lighting incense. It literally would like cleanse the air, the space around me. It smells beautiful. Just the way that like the smoke burns in the air. Like it's just such a graceful thing to watch. And it just fills me with happiness. You can do the same thing if you want to light a candle. If you want, if you're more into essential oils, light a dif- like get a diffuser going, get some nice oils in it. Doing any of those sort of things to start your morning, get some nice, beautiful smells in your house and in the air, purify the air, you know, beautiful. That's one thing I do straight away. Windows are open, blinds are up, incense is burning. Oh, are you on a retreat? Yes, you are. Life can be a retreat. Then, of course, like my morning can be very different, but I usually like to make a coffee and have that whether I like hop back into bed for a bit and have a coffee depending on like my morning if I can have a slower morning or I like sit in the sun sometimes go sit outside depending on like the weather and I just love my morning coffee obviously I'm a decaf girly obviously it'd be better to drink a hot lemon water and if you do that again slay for you working on that um otherwise I will be up and the first thing I've been doing lately for 2024, we are proud, is actually physical exercise. Now, the last time I did my morning routine and ritual episode was episode two and that's like going on a year ago and not much has changed but 
one thing in particular is like I used to get up and go and watch the sunrise like most mornings. Also, I thought I would believe in myself to do. And it's a tough thing to do. It's tough to get up that early and to go and watch the sunrise on the beach. It's tough life. Trust me. Um, but I definitely do try and do that once a week at least. But for the most part, I no matter what time I get up, the first thing I've been doing is a little Pilates workout because I'm doing a Pilates challenge at the moment. And oh, it has been the nicest way to start my day because I'm just like accountable to do it because I'm doing a challenge, which again is really unlike me, <laughs> but I'm committed. And that way I'm just like, that's my non-negotiable for the morning. I get it done, I feel good, and then I get ready for the day. And then same thing, like if it's not that, it's going for a walk or whatever. Doing something that you that you know will make you feel good. Like a lot of the time my choice of exercise is now Pilates and I've talked about that, raved about that. Again, you guys need to try it. No matter who you are, Pilates is going to be beautiful. So I like to do reformer classes, but I also, this challenge has been like a mat Pilates class and it's with the Hustle online app and like it's a collaboration with Naked Harvest Supplements. So that's been really fun and I'm like addicted to the app now. So I'm going to continue to use it and continue to do their workouts. So I just find them so good, so high vibe and so much fun and a really good challenge and a really good sweat. Like these workouts in the challenge only go for like 20 to 25 minutes and I am dripping in sweat after every single one of them. And like, that's hectic for me. So highly recommend the the Hustle app. If you're someone who doesn't like to go to the wood gym, if you're someone who likes to do more like low intensity workouts and yoga and like mat Pilates, then it's the app for you. It is amazing. And there's heaps of recipes on there. There's lots of like stretching um, guides on there too. It's got a beautiful array of things. I think it's even got meditations on there. Just unreal. So yeah, I've been absolutely frothing doing this. And it's nice when you find a workout routine that you like, that you look forward to. Because like I actually genuinely do get up and I get into my active wear straight away because I'm like, I can't wait to do it. Also just to get it done, <laughs> get it over with. But I know how good I feel after it. Whereas if I had like a really like intense workout at a gym planned for me, or I was going to a really intense cardio hip gym class, I would be dreading it trust me. So you've got to really find what works for you and that'll help your day start off perfectly. And a lot of people I know are like, oh, I'm more of an afternoon workout person. That's fine. This is about setting your day up the way you know will make you feel good. So if it's waking up earlier so that you can get your workout in before work because you know that you're going to go in a much better mood. Sometimes you want to wake up in the morning and just read a book, read your book. I like to do that in the mornings too, or journal, or doing meditations. Like meditation, again, doesn't have to be something that you do like with your legs crossed and your, you know, your hands making the okay sign. Like you can literally meditate whilst you're washing the dishes, whilst you're in the shower, whilst you're laying in bed. I love to do it when I'm lying in the pool, floating in the pool, meditating. Oh, beautiful. So that's my biggest tip is just implementing small little meditations into your day. And you don't have to literally get on an app and listen to a guided one. It's honestly about coming back to your own thoughts and coming into your mind so that you can create a peaceful space up there. And the best way I meditate is by thinking about everything I'm grateful for. That's a form of meditation, thinking about things deeply thinking about oh how nice is this day or how good did it feel to catch up with those friends on the weekend how yum was that meal last night (laughs) you know how good does the water feel on my body when I'm standing in the shower how lucky I am to have you know hot water 
how lucky I am to have electricity, like come back down to earth and just think about how lucky you are for all the things in your life is a beautiful form of gratitude and it's a beautiful form of meditating. So that's another big thing that's helped me a lot with peaceful mind is meditating and I know that a lot of people find it hard to get into it but it is very impactful. Another thing is obviously reading and I've done a whole episode about reading. Again, this is something I do sometimes in the morning, sometimes at night, sometimes during the day, whatever. Whenever I try and read a bit each day because again, it's getting your your eyes away from a screen, especially if you've been at your computer all day or scrolling on your phone or whatever, and it gets you into another world. So it kind of can take you away from your own, you know, worries in your mind or the things that you're constantly thinking about and you just start thinking about other things you start thinking about these characters and then you'll find when you get into really good books that you'll be like at work and you'll be like I just can't wait to get home and read my book (laughs) which is such an exciting feeling so reading is really really good for your mental health and it doesn't always have to be a self-help book it can be some pretty wild smart trust me makes you feel good so another thing of course is journaling and doesn't have to be every day but obviously I've implemented the journal that I've designed and you guys love and it's pretty much something that you can do once a week if you really want to and I have that set out for the weekly reflection and the weekly goal setting which I try and do on a Sunday but Monday's perfect time to do it as well that way you can really recap everything you did on the week including the weekend and then what you're you're grateful for each week and then what you're going to do outside your comfort zone the in the next week what your goals are for the next week and what your mantra is for the week and I found by writing out my goals like already this year I've been like absolutely smashing them that's why I said you know like in the start of this episode like how accomplished I'm feeling and I'm just ex- I'm just sharing this with you guys because I want to be expanding your motivation. Like I'm trying to do this for motivation, not trying to rub it in at all. I'm trying to expand you guys and be like, if I can do it, you guys can too. Because trust me, I'm not a I'm a pretty freaking lazy person. Like I'm not often that motivated. So whatever you see me do, if I've done it, you can by far do it. Trust me. So. And that's another mantra for me this year. If they can, so can I. Not the other way around. Um, so yeah, journaling at least once a week. And again, I know a lot of people struggle to get into journaling, don't know what to journal about. And that is why my journal is the best because there's questions to ask you. And of course, you then have space as well to freely journal about your day, what's stressing you out what made you feel good, what your to-do list. I've literally been using mine, like my free journal pages as to-do lists each day in between because obviously (laughs) she's got to get her done. So like it can literally be just like a little notebook in between the days. It doesn't have to be deep and meaningful, but it can be if you want it to be and that's your safe space. So I highly recommend the journals. There's still some left on the website And there's also some left that are imperfect, which are 50% off. They just have a few marks on the covers, but for the inside, they're still perfect. So just don't judge a book by its cover. So if if this is your sign that you've been like, I really think I need a journal this year and I really want to get into journaling this year, hop on to ascreativecollective.com.au and get yours now before they're all gone. And also I launched something pretty fun in the last week which you guys will love whether you have the journal or not and if it's something that you want to challenge yourself to because a lot of the like a lot of people message me and say in the journal when it gets to the question what are you doing outside your comfort zone this week so many people do not know what they're going to do and they feel overwhelmed by that question and that that's the point journaling is meant to be confronting And it's meant to challenge you and challenge your norm, challenge your familiarity, challenge your comfortability. It's the whole point of it. And your body wants to protect you when you try to do something out of norm. 
So I've created 42 prompts and they're completely free on the website when you use the code catch me outside and they basically I designed it for you to be able to print it out so it's a digital download so once you purchase it you'll get an email from my site literally that's what it would be called my dash site with link to download you have 30 days to download them and then you can either like come back and just reflect and pick one whatever you like the sounds of you can go in the order or you can cut them all up, which is what I've done personally, and roll them all up and put them in a jar along with a few of my mantras. And when I get to each week, I'm going to try and do it each week and I encourage you guys to do it too. And I think a few people already have been, so that's fun and exciting. And obviously on Mondays is like when I like to post the question box on our Instagram page of what are you doing this week outside your comfort zone? And my favorite thing is like when I do follow you guys back, which I don't follow everyone back and I'm sorry about that. It's just a lot to follow everyone back. <laughs> but when I see people actually doing what they said they were going to do outside their comfort zone, I'm so proud. So, so proud. And it's so good if you've got it done on the Monday. Like if you've ticked it off on day one of the week, then you're absolutely slaying. Go again. So yeah, each week we're going to do that challenge together and you can pick out whatever one you like. If you want to pick one that you know you're going to enjoy or you just want to pick one by random and you have to do that thing each week and see how you go, see if you actually do it. And I tell you what, if you don't do it, you're going to be really disappointed in yourself and you're letting yourself down. But if you do it, you're going to feel so good. You're going to feel so proud and I guarantee with every single one of those things on the list, there is not a single one on there that you're going to like do and not feel good about. You're always going to be proud of yourself for doing it and it's going to either make you feel good, somebody else feel good, your body feel good, your hair will feel good. (laughs) Like you get me, you're going to feel good after it. And that's what we're all about, making ourselves and the people around us feel so good. And ultimately I heard this quote if you're not growing you're dying so you want to continue to evolve and create yourself and so by doing something outside your comfort zone makes life less scary makes us continue to grow and be bold enough to do bigger and better things like go on to create our dream life which is what we're all about here okay so that was a little ad break head over to ascreativecollective.com.au click the catch me outside my comfort zone journal prompts they're $2.99 but you can get them for free when you use the code catch me outside and whilst you're there if you haven't got a journal you should probably get one of those too because you'll love it trust me now back to our feel good daily rituals another big thing is putting on music And I like to do this at the same time as I'm like lighting the incense, whatever. Got to have high vibes on and get music that lifts the mood. I know a lot of people like might like to listen to some chill music in the morning or whatever. I'm someone that like literally will put Dom Dollar on at 6am because I need that freaking energy. And especially like, let's talk about having a shower because I feel like this was a big conversation with my friends on the weekend. And, you know, a lot of us take our phone into the bathroom And I know a lot of people do that. A lot of people take their phone into the shower and are either on it, on TikTok, messaging people, sending photos, who knows what people will do with their phone in the shower. But we all take our phone into the bathroom. Let's be real. We take it to the toilet. We take it everywhere. It does not leave our side. We're glued to them. So either two choices here, either just make a rule with yourself that you do not take your phone into the toilet or the bathroom and keep it in your in your room or if you take it with you it's for high vibes only you know we are playing some high vibe music or music that makes us feel good you're dancing you're singing in the shower you're just focusing on the water the music the vibes you know because when, when we as soon as we put take our phone into the actual shower or when we're on the toilet whatever we're doing we aren't 
present with what's going on and especially with our thoughts and those are two moments where we have a lot of thoughts and to be honest for me a lot of freaking creative ideas come to me and in the shower I don't want to be not present because I want to be thinking about the water like I said before being grateful for that and I want to be creative and I want to also like say a lot of affirmations in the shower which I do like I say often like I know today's going to be a really good day so many good things are going to happen a new opportunity is coming to me today everything works out for me I feel in, I'm feeling abundant I'm feeling good I'm feeling lucky universe show me how good it can get and I get super like geared up I get really excited I get really into that feeling and like you got your high vibes playing and it's just like fuck finish off your shower turn it on cold at the right at the end as well trust me it's freaking hard to do it but you know I'm all about the cold water therapy and as soon as you get it on the cold you just your body just like goes whoa and (laughs) I try and hold it until your whole body is like covered in water and you just like will feel the freaking blood pumping in you and then you'll jump out of the shower and you'll just be like whoa like I feel freaking alive that's what cold water does to you it makes you feel alive and high vibe so challenge yourself to do that no phone in the bathroom or if the phone's in the bathroom it's to play high vibes only cold shower right at the end if you game enough have a have a full cold shower again it makes you not be in there for as long but it's still the therapy it does to you is insane say some positive affirmations and I'm going to do one more plug at this is gentle habits because they slay but they actually have a glass marker so like a whiteboard marker but it's for shower glass or mirrors and This is perfect if you're someone who wants to like practice saying affirmations or writing down your goals or the ideas that come to you in the shower. Grab, order this marker online when you're ordering your your incense. So we're all going to be on to This Is Gentle Habits. Wish I had a Dissy code, trust me. And that way you've got the incense burning. Even sometimes I do burn incense in the bathroom when I am having a shower. That's beautiful as well. But you've got your marker, write down your affirmations, write down your goals for the day, positive vibes, creative ideas, and especially in the mirror as well. It's really important when you're looking at yourself that you're talking kindly to yourself. You're being like, you know what? You are so beautiful. You are so powerful. You are so magnetic. You're going to make so many big things happen. You are so creative. You are so talented. Like you've got to talk to yourself like this so that you believe it, okay? Because it's true. You are all those things. So 100% jump onto that little um, whiteboard marker thing as well on This Is The Gentle Habits website. You guys will love it. How much money do you reckon I've made you spend in this episode so far? (laughs) It's worth it though. It's investing into yourself and that's what people struggle to do. They think... I'd rather go out and spend all this money on the weekend drinking and partying, which I'm not going to lie, I did that on the weekend, rather than investing in their health, in their mental health, in their wellness, in their day-to-day habits and routines. We piss it up against the wall and I do it too, but I'm very good at also balancing my life and choosing to invest in myself as well because I know how much it makes me feel good. And that way, when I do have a weekend where I go out drinking and partying, I'm very feeling very balanced. I feel like you've got to have the yin and the yang. And I know that I'm not going to feel guilty because I've got a beautiful week of health and wellness and positive high vibes ahead. I'm not going to let myself feel guilty for going out and spending money or drinking because I had a good time. And life is too short. Like you've got to honestly enjoy those moments You've got to catch up with friends. You've got to go out. You've got to live your life. You never know what can happen on a night out <laughs> for the best possible way and reason. So you've just got to bloody slive it. Slive it, slive it up. That's what I'm saying to you. And yeah, I don't, I don't feel like any of those things are life-changing, but they're like literal habits that you have to implement in your life. And I guess the reason why I've decided to talk about it is because after talking to some people, I'm like, what? Don't you do that every day? (laughs) 
And it makes you realize that it's just like, these are things that I do do, do do to have a positive day, to have a positive mind and be told I'm too positive. No such thing. Because life is about being your best self and and enjoying it and feeling good. And we get to make choices that then turn into habits and turn into the way we have a relationship with our mind, our mindset, our mental health, all these things. You have to like literally take a step back and really look at it for what it is. And you know for a fact that if you're going to stand in the shower on your phone compared to standing in the shower and writing affirmations on the glass, like you have to be able to see that that's going to implement two different attitudes for the day, two different mindsets for the day, two different outcomes. So I guess that's the way I want people to be more conscious into thinking about the habits we do every day and how we can break them and change them so that our day has a better outcome. And then, of course, your nighttime is just as impactful because it will help the way you sleep or not sleep and what you dream about and what you think about and the way you wake up the next morning. Because a lot of things, the way we start our day has a lot to do with the night before. If you've gone to bed angry or upset or stressed, you're going to wake up feeling that still because you haven't dealt with it the night before. So often for me, I like to go for a walk at the end of the day, even if it's just around the block and it doesn't have to be super late. Sometimes I'm just like, no, knocking off at four today and going for a walk. (laughs) I've had it. (laughs) No, it just helps me really switch off from work because again, for me, I'm someone who is very consumed by my work and I'm constantly thinking about it and thinking of, oh, I should do this. I should do that. It's really important to have boundaries with yourself and your work. So I do like to shut it off, put my emails on mute and go for a walk. Again, I've been doing a little bit of running. Not much because it's really not, not my funnest, finest moment, but I'm working on it. And that just, just helps me release the day. And I think it's such a good thing. So again, if you're someone who prefers to work out after work and go for a walk, go for a run, go for a swim, go for go to Pilates, whatever it is, just doing something that's moving your body in a way that you know is going to shift your mind, release anything that's weighed you down on the, during the day or stressed you out, let it go. We don't need it anymore. The day's done. And then coming home, cooking yourself a beautiful dinner and having like a shower again, repeating the cycle, having a beautiful drink before you go to bed as well. Like I've I've said it before, into my moon milk by Naked Harvest. It's like a bit of a placebo, but still it's good. (laughs) It's about, yeah, a healthy ritual for you. You might just have your cup of tea. You might have a bit of chalky. Whatever you do, it's just doing things that make you feel good in your heart at the end of the day because you know you're like oh this feels good I love finishing the day with my cup of tea and chalky you know it doesn't have to be freaking health is wealth 24 7 you know life is about balance like I keep saying and if you do not have balance and you do not treat yourself to things like that you're going to live a life full of guilt and restriction and you're never going to be mentally healthy because you do not let yourself enjoy things life is meant to be enjoyed I'll say it again for the people in the back. Life is meant to be enjoyed, not restricted. We are such free humans in Australia, a very free country, to live a very free life, to have the choice to do whatever the fuck we want. And if you're restricting yourself from a bit of chalky with your cup of tea at night, you need to take a step back and realise that life is too short to not eat the chocolate. <laughs> okay? hope you hope you take that on if you needed it but anyway going to bed with a book again I'll say it again burning the incense that or something that like you know putting oil on your feet whatever people need to do that they know calms them down of course I actually really do like that moon milk as well sorry because it has magnesium in them magnesium in it 
So magnesium is really good for like muscle tightness and things like that, muscle soreness. And just calms all the body down so you can have a nice restful sleep. And journaling at the end of the day, again, is a really beautiful thing because it can help you sort of let out, again, anything that might have got to you during the day. Meditating before you go to sleep, take some really big, deep breaths. And shut your eyes and have a beautiful, dreamy sleep and wake up and have a beautiful day tomorrow. You know, it's all about just being really gentle and kind with yourself, enjoying each moment being as present as you can and I'm literally just thinking back now and I'm like this sounds like such a privileged life of a single person (laughs) because like not once did I mention the fact that you have to consider another human in your day but of course we all have to consider other humans in our day we have to consider the people that we live with we have to consider the people we work with there's so much I understand that but my biggest message for you all is that Nothing should ever come at the sacrifice of taking care of yourself first and you need to overcome that if it's something that you like find challenging because you honestly cannot pour from an empty cup. You cannot give to those people that you love and are really super close with or the people that you do have to work with or be with most days who need you to be there for them, your children, your partner, your boss, like, you know, there's people that need you very much. So everyone is needed in this world and you have to make sure that you're taking care of yourself so that you can give to others too. And if we all did that, think about how happy we'd all be and how kind and generous we'd all be because we have taken care of ourselves. We've been a little bit selfish, looked after ourselves first, but that's what they say. If the airplane's going down, you've got to put your own mask on first. Okay. So that then we can help others. And it's very true. You need to be able to be full and kind to yourself. And then that energy just pours so much more freely from you. Because you've filled yourself up first. We, it's almost like having money. Like We feel like we can't give to as much when we don't have as much money. Because it's like, oh, I wish I could donate to that charity. I wish I could help that person. I wish I could just buy my friend that really expensive bag for their birthday because I wanted to show them how much I love them. And like, this would be the best way to show them. There's so much we're going to constantly think, I wish I could do that for somebody else, but I just don't have enough money. That's like this, if you put that back into your own energy, oh, I wish I could help you, but I'm just feeling so drained from X, Y, Z. I wish I could go to the gym but I'm just so tired blah 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 like we're always going to have excuses and it comes back to us not having looked after ourselves first from the very start of the day or very end of the day taking care of ourselves first that way we can then give more help others more and even just like have a day to ourselves that we make ourselves feel really freaking good and then you want to spread that energy. You want to spread that positivity. It's a domino effect as well. Then once you do that to somebody else, it just goes on and on and on. And people want to share that love, share the positivity. We all want to live on a high frequency. We're all capable of living on a high frequency. It's up to you and the little choices you make each day that define what frequency you're on. Have I got, Have I told you guys about that frequency? Um analogy yet freak I don't know if I have but if I have it's gonna come back you're gonna the bell's gonna ring when I say this but I just think I think I should finish on this okay this makes sense this is gonna make I'm gonna put it into perspective that we're all gonna understand so obviously like this weekend just like last weekend just gone was triple j's hottest 100 so triple j have their radio station then there's triple j on earth and then there's like triple m and then there's TRFM and there's Gold 1242, like, you know, if you know, you know, all these radio stations. And there's ABC, there's so many radios that we can listen to. The stations are all going at the same time, right? Like, if you're in your car, you can just switch between the stations and there's there's already one person, like, talking, there's another person singing. Like, they're all going at the same time. Everyone's hustling at the same time. They're all They're all turned on. 
they're all playing. It's a matter of like which frequency you're tuned into. So it's like on Saturday, everyone was tuned into Triple J. We're all on that vibe, okay? Some people might have been on Triple M and on that vibe. Some people might have been on Gold 1242 and they're on that vibe. But at the same time, I can be listening to Triple J and they can be listening to Gold 1242. You, You get what I'm saying? We can all be listening to different things at one time. Physically, that's what happens. Put yourself in a position to understand that you can be on the frequency of Triple J. <laughs> it's a funny thinking about it like this. You're on that frequency and someone else who's listening to Gold 1242 is on that frequency. We match the frequency by what we tune into. So if you're tuning into a higher version of yourself, you are going to be on a higher frequency and you're tuned in, you're level with that conscious life that coexists with the conscious life you live when you're on a different frequency. So right now, you're living your day-to-day nine-to-five life. Is that, that's on a particular frequency. You're on, you're on triple M right now, okay? You're on triple M. We're all on triple M, living our day-to-day nine-to-five. But at the same time, the only thing stopping you from having the day-to-day nine-to-five and the millionaire, life on a yacht, traveling the world, whatever you put on you know, your highest level self goal, whatever you think is your highest version of the life you could live, the absolute dream life, the only thing stopping you from living that is your frequency and being an energetic match to that. And it's funny to say because obviously I'm like, would love to be living on a yacht. And I've quite not got to that frequency yet. But what I'm trying to say is that life coexists while you're living this life. It's already there. It's already yours to claim all these different levels. You could be on a much lower frequency, trust me, and be living it freaking tough. But you're on a pretty good level. Think about that. You're on a pretty good level. It could be better and it's possible to be better because it already exists, already yours. You can imagine it, you can have it. You just need to change your frequency and it comes back down to the little habits you make, the way you think in your mind, the way you believe, manifesting. People don't like to think about it, but I say it again, we are manifesting no matter what we're thinking about. Everything manifests. Whether you believe in it or not, you're consciously, constantly manifesting. So you may as well start manifesting the life on a yacht, And matching that frequency by changing the habits in your day-to-day to to get there. Because otherwise, you're going to stay on Triple M. And that's the way you're going to stay and be forever. Because that's all you believe. And that's the only frequency you want to operate on. Because you can't be fucked to change your habits. You like the comfortability. You like the familiarity. But honey, that's not going to get you to where your dream life exists. Exhale. Wow, we've spoken for a whole hour today and I think it was a good one. I think today was a good episode, I'm not going to lie. I felt like we've got heart to heart here. We've really we've really talked about a lot of things. You know, we've we've gotten through a lot of things today. So I'm going to wrap it up. I think we've had enough. Should we finish on a quote? Because that analogy might have been confusing for some people. Oh my god, it's 111 right now. It's lunchtime. <laughs> okay let's find a quote we're logging onto pinterest again more people need to get onto pinterest if you're someone who scrolls and you want a more positive thing to scroll on get pinterest and build your vision board and make your thing the thing that you scroll on is your vision board i think this is perfect for today's episode this quote it's the first thing that comes up and you guys know i like to see Whatever is the first thing that comes up on my Pinterest is like the sign. It's what I need to see. So this is it. It's not about trying harder. Softness opens doors that force cannot move. (gasps) Fuck. That hits. It's so true though. You actually do not have to do anything hard. The changes you can make in your life are soft. They're gentle. Like everything I talked about... How easy is that? How soft is that? How gentle is that on yourself? 
kind to yourself, beautiful little rituals in your day. Nothing about that was hard that I've talked about. Nothing I do is hard. Trust me. If it was hard, I wouldn't do it. And that's what a lot of people would say to you. Not a lot of things are hard. Running a business is hard, but it's about the things I do to make it easy, to make it soft for myself. It's good. It's like, it's honestly, there's ways you can make it easy. So don't try and force things. Don't try harder. Turn yourself to softness. Touch, be in touch with your feminine energy. And that will literally magically open doors for you because you're so much more calm. You're so much more in tune. It's that whole like, when it comes to resting, that's when like the doors open. I feel like when we're constantly hustling, we're constantly forcing things are too tight things are too stressful we're not in the right mind or headspace to like get the thing that we really want so yeah you've honestly got to like surrender and turn to softness and bang open that door Ah, it's all about magic baby it's all in the magic